Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jake Walker, and this is Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day that Jesus appears and returns. Woo! That's a real day. It's literally coming, and we want to be ready for that day. That's what this podcast is all about. We are in a series going through different topics that help us uh, live for the day that we should be thinking about as we live for the day. And today's episode's topic is a favorite of mine. One of uh, the topics I think is so important, it's wise counsel. Let's go. Wise counsel. So I'm so excited to talk about it. I'm so thankful that you would join in. I value your time. And so I'll seek to make the most of our time together. Let's just jump right into the episode. Episode 6 of Living for the Day. I'm so excited to be with you. And we are talking about wise counsel today. Come on. Wise counsel. Why am I talking about wise counsel? Honestly, friends, I feel like wise counsel and mentorship and leaning on the wisdom of people older than me and godlier than me is like one of the greatest hacks of my life. <laughs> one of the secrets of my life. One of the things, dear Lord, I want to hand down to uh, my kids one day, Lord willing, that they would love to seek wise counsel. It's just been so important to me. And I pray that this will this podcast episode will encourage you to take advantage of wise counsel even more than you already do let's talk about the definition of wise for a second here's the definition i looked up on the internet having the power of discerning and judging properly as to what is true or right ooh Possessing discernment, judgment, or discretion. That's good. That is good. Definition of counsel. Advice, opinion, or instruction given in directing the judgment or conduct of another. So good. So putting these together, wise counsel is discerning and properly judged advice in directing right or true conduct. Or more simply, it's good advice in what to do and what not to do. Come on. But, you know, wise counsel is not, uh, you know, what I, the way I'm going to be talking about it today, it's not just guidance. You know, we don't just receive guidance from wise counsel. We also receive encouragement. We human beings, we just need each other. Come on, we are interdependent beings. We're dependent on God, uh, but we're independent, or, or sorry, we're interdependent on one another. 
And so I just want to encourage us that we also get encouragement from wise counsel. On this journey toward the day of Jesus's return, lifted, let's go, we are often going to have to make just a bunch of decisions. Which way do we keep going? What do we do? With whom? Should I just call it quits? And if we're honest, it can get overwhelming at times, right? For some reason in my life, friends, family, I've never had too much of a problem leaning on wise counsel and seeking advice from mentors and people older and godlier than me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that a bunch. Uh, I've told the story. Uh, this podcast, part of it was inspired by a friend and someone I look up to named Johnny Artavanis. And when I met him, oftentimes he would talk, he was encouraging our students to um, have wise counsel in their life, have mentors in their life. And he kept using the word, have have them be people who are older and godlier than you. And I just love that. Like that's, that's just good advice right there. That's some wise counsel. Like have, have people that you're seeking advice from be older and godlier than you. Like, it's just they have more wisdom. They've they've gone farther on this journey, right? So they can instruct you. They can help you. They can encourage you. I love that. So I'm going to be saying that a lot. This podcast episode is really about, um, you know, having mentors in your life, having wise counsel. I, I love it. We We did the podcast on encouragement. We talked about how encouragement is putting courage in to someone. So that's something that mentors do. But we also talked about in the introductory episode, our lives as stories. And uh, I was thinking about how oftentimes in stories about heroes and there's often a guide, right? I mean, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, or, or some kind of mentor figure, or wise counsel figure, you know, I'm thinking of Frodo. Obviously, he's got his friend Sam, but he's also got, Aragorn and, and Gandalf and Luke Skywalker, you know, he's got Obi-Wan and um, I just watched Captain Marvel. I, me and Noel just finished watching through uh, until Endgame, uh, the Marvel Universe. And I, was, I just watched Captain Marvel and Nick Fury kind of steps in and is like this mentor figure. Captain Marvel, she's a beast, by the way. That That is a pretty cool superhero. Um, but anyway... There's these guides. There's this, it's a part of life. We need mentors. We need wise counsel. And uh, I'm so, it's just been, I, I, I'm kind of like, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting giddy about it right now. It's because I just believe it with all my heart. And it's been such a gift. It's been such a, whew, such a powerful thing in my life. You know, I think of Ephesians and I think of Exodus when it just talks about, you know, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and mother and things will go well for you um, on the earth. And, and that's just one area for me. I've been so blessed with such wise counsel from my parents. And I just think there's a sense of when we honor people, when we honor those who are um, above us, they, there's such a blessing that comes and there's so much wisdom that flows. So anyway come on we need wise counsel i think of how uh yeah 
I wanted to say that, again, it's not just guidance that we receive, but it's also encouragement. We don't just get help on the journey to know the right direction, which is guidance, but it also helps us keep moving on this race. I've heard it said that there are two ways to learn, right? There's wisdom and then there's experience. And wisdom is learning from someone else's experience. Someone else paid the tuition. You don't have to pay it again with your own mistakes. You can learn from somebody else who paid the tuition, who who made the mistakes and is offering you from their experience wisdom, right? Come on. I think of you know, so many of the decisions in my life, um, from marriage to my major in college to, um, to should I go to seminary or not, to starting this podcast, I sought counsel, I sought wisdom. And again, I'm going to talk about my mom and dad a lot. I don't know if this is true or not, but I felt like, you know, from an early early age and maybe even at times when I started noticing maybe some some other you know acquaintances in my life starting to just look to peers to make decisions and and what should I do what should I not for some reason by God's grace I felt like I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna still go to my parents like I'm gonna still go (laughs) I'm gonna go to people who are like super way wiser uh and who actually really care about me and really love me and can look, you know, down the line and see what's actually good for me. And I continued to go to my my parents and mentors. And I think of like pastors at CA, uh, my church. I think of my uncle Dale. And I just think it was a huge advantage in my life that, because I think about it this way, I'm like, man, well, we seek wisdom and we seek, you know, how to live our lives and how to develop our worldview. It's like, who actually cares about you? Like who actually loves you? You know, I I was in my context. I'm like, does, you know, this certain friend, like who's telling me to do all these sinful things, for example, do they actually love me? Do they actually care, you know, long term about, (laughs) We're talking about a, a podcast about living for the day. When I actually stand before Jesus someday, are they thinking about that day for me? No, they're thinking about this moment. Come on. But my parents, who are older and godlier than me, they're they are thinking about the day when I stand before Jesus. They're thinking about what's going to matter in the long run. They, they, they have an investment. I'm going to listen to the people who actually love me and are wise and want the best for me. You know, for eternity, not just for this moment. Come on. We need wise counsel, people. And and be wise with who you pick for your wise counsel. And I just am so thankful to have a mom and a dad who um, are so wise to this day, who love the Lord. They're definitely older and godlier than me. So my main point is this. Wise counsel guides us and keeps us moving forward on the journey toward the day of Jesus's return. Wise counsel guides us and keeps us moving forward. So it's wisdom and encouragement on the journey toward the day when Jesus returns. Let's jump in to some scripture. Come on, because that's where the power is at. Proverbs 15, 22. Love it. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they 
succeed. There you go, people. It's right there in the book. (laughs) Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Why not? Why not? Like, let's not be prideful because I love this. Come on. We can't know what we don't know. Or like, ah, that's not exactly the phrase. I said it wrong. We don't know what we don't know, right? Listen, I don't know what I don't know. So I need people in my life to help me know what I can know. Did you know it's a prayer that I pray actually regularly? Kind of new. But I, I pray, Lord, help me to see what I can't see that I need to see. <laughs> Lord, help me to know what I, what, I, what I don't know that I need to know. And guess what? One of the main ways God uses to help me see what I can't see. Other people. It's why I regularly will tell people that I care, you know, uh, to know what they think. I'll tell them. Be like, hey, I want your feedback in my life. I remember recently I sent an email to like three core people, three or four core people in my life who I just really value, uh, their, in their wisdom and their insight. Guess what? They're older and godlier than me. (laughs) And I was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like, if you ever see anything in my life and you're like, Jake, you need to change that. Please, I give you permission to tell me. I want your impact. Please, don't hold back. Don't be thinking something, man. I wish Jake would know this. Jake really needs to change this. And you don't tell me. No, please tell me. And I'm so thankful. I feel like that's a covering in my life. And uh, we'll get to more of like me encouraging you to make sure that people have permission in your life to do that. Isn't it? Wouldn't isn't that the worst? Can you imagine somebody's like constantly knows you have this totally huge character flaw and you're just a person that you you're you're unapproachable. Don't don't be that person. Don't be unapproachable and prideful where people are know that you have huge character flaws and they're not approaching you about it cuz you're unapproachable. Don't be that person. Let's see. Proverbs 15:22. Plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. Okay, that's awesome. Now we're going to go to this other passage. It's going to blow your mind. It's so good. And it's totally about this. Jethro and Moses. Come on. Exodus chapter 18, 13 through 24. I'm just going to pull out a couple things from this passage. This is after uh, Moses has led the people out of Egypt and you know, they've already, uh, I believe, done some complaining in the wilderness. And, you know, Moses is leading the people. And we come to this story in Exodus 18, 13 through 24. I'm going to read it and make some comments along the way. The next day, Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people. And they stood around him morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you're doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? Moses answered him, Because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it's brought to me, and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and instructions. 
<laughs> I love this verse so much. Are you guys ready? Moses' father-in-law replied, what you are doing is not good. Come on. That's just so good. Guys, we need people in our lives who have permission to tell us what you're doing is not good. Continuing in verse 18, you and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Thank you. Thank God for wise advice. Thank you, Jeff Jethro. You're a good father-in-law. Shout out to my father-in-law, by the way, another great father-in-law, Bob Smith. I love you. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for being my dad. You're one of the most generous people I know. I love you. Verse 19, listen now to me and I will give you some advice and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to him. Teach them his decrees and instructions and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave. But select capable men from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain. Come on, Lord, make me that kind of a man. And appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Have them serve as judges for the people at all times, but have them bring every difficult case to you, the simple cases they can decide for themselves. That will make your load lighter because they will share it with you. If you do this and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain and all these people will go home satisfied. Last verse. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. Come on. So good. Thank God for Jethro's in our lives. Wise counsel. So I just want to highlight one more time that verse 17. Well, first of all, Moses is basically going to wear himself out. He's doing everything himself. Jethro teaches him a lesson in delegation. Come on. So good. He's like, Moses, you can't keep this up. This is not sustainable. You need to set up some leadership structures here. Let's do this. But first he says, what you're doing is not good. And this is what I wanted to ask you, friend, family member, person listening to Lifted. Does anyone in your life from your lips have the permission to tell you what you're doing is not good. No, seriously, does anybody, have you told anybody, like literally told them, not just like, I think they probably know that, you know, that they have that permission. No, 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 no. Have you literally told someone, you have permission to tell me I'm being stupid? <laughs> do, does someone have the permission? And, and do it in a way, it's like, hey, I value you so much. I value you. I think you are wiser than me. So please help me know what I don't know. Help me see what I can't see. Come on. We need Jethro's in our lives. What you're doing is not good. Thank And thank God. Thank God for people who have the gall, the courage, the, the, the willingness, the bravery to have a kind humble, confrontational conversation and just be honest with you, right? We talked about it in another episode, but it's like better open rebuke than hidden love. That's a proverb, but I can't remember which one. It's it's so true. God, I'm just so, Lord, I'm just thanking you right now for the people in my life who've been willing to have the courage to give me feedback, to give me wisdom, to rebuke me. Thank God. And um, 
That's just such a gift. When you find someone who loves you, who's older and godlier than you, and they're willing to do that, and having friends that are willing to humbly do that, wow, what a gift. Surround yourself with people who love you enough and are wise enough to do that. Come on. Thank you, Jethro. So good. But then verse 24, so Moses listened to the voice of his father-in-law. Come on, Moses. Doesn't it say somewhere that Moses was like the hum- like the humblest person ever? Uh, <laughs> so good. Uh, Moses was humble. He actually listened to his father-in-law's advice, his wise counsel. That's so good. That's a lesson for us. When someone actually does rebuke you, can you actually be humble about it and be like, wow, instead of getting all, you know, aggressive and defensive, I think that's the word, be like, oh my gosh, this person is doing something really hard right now. They are, they are, they are speaking into my life. They are wanting the best with me. They're wanting me to be ready to stand before Jesus one day. Come on, that's such a gift. Thank you for that. And then let's be wise and let's, Let's let's celebrate that and let's, you know, what gets celebrated gets repeated, right? Like, let's be like, wow, thank you so much for giving me feedback. Thank you so much for giving me wise counsel. Thank you so much for rebuking me. And I, <laughs> uh, please keep doing it, basically, right? Do it again. And, and what I mean is like, and actually take their advice, you know, if it's wise advice and biblical advice, like, like give them incentive to like continue to speak into your life by actually like doing what they say. That's like good advice right there. <laughs> um, I also wanted to note that this isn't expli- explicitly in the text, but I would guess that Moses was encouraged. Remember the uh, podcast on encouragement? To encourage someone is to put courage in someone. I bet that Jethro, being someone, you know, who cared about Moses, wanting him to succeed, I bet, I bet Moses felt loved and encouraged and I bet that put courage in him. So it didn't just guide him. It didn't just give him wise advice. It strengthened him too. What a gift. I remember um, a story, just a brief story in my life. Again, my mom, Robin, and my dad, Tommy, love you. And uh, being your son is one of God's most gracious, lavish gifts uh, in my life. Absolutely, hands down. And I'm so thankful for you. One time, I was uh, just dealing with some lies and some false accusations from the enemy. And I'm telling you, lifted podcast (laughs) my friends my family uh all who are listening to this gosh if i wouldn't have brought my parents into you know some of the things that i struggled with uh you know growing up and just some of the hard times even you know to to recently like i don't know where i would be i'm so thankful god helps me to be willing to open up to older and godlier, <laughs> wiser people to be. And, and my parents were so awesome. I'm so thankful. But I was dealing with some lies and some false accusations from the devil, I really believe. 
And I brought it to my parents and they just walked on a journey with me and they just kept speaking truth and kept giving me wise counsel and kept encouraging me. And I'll just never forget at one point, my dad just told me, he just said it. He's just like, Jake, this lie is from the pit of hell. He said that. And it just stuck with me as a moment in my life where somebody older and godlier with a covering over my life was just like, Jake, here's the truth, son. And I was able to believe it and move forward. Um, I, I just wasn't able to move forward on my own, but, but God provided wise counsel in my life and encouragement in my life. And I'm so thankful that I was open and willing to hear it from my dad and from my mom. So, yeah, so thankful for wise counsel. So thankful for mentorship. My call to action today is have someone in your life who has permission to tell you what you're doing is not good <laughs> from Exodus eighteen seventeen, my And even more explicitly, I would encourage you to be honest with yourself right now. Have you been explicit with, with some people, like literally said it to them, hey, you're someone who I consider older and godlier than me, who I want your rebuke in my life? Ah, <laughs> oh, wisdom, people. Come on, like do it, do it. And maybe even start now. Hey, and you could give them a second. Like you don't have to like put them on the spot in the moment. You'd be like, "Hey, listen. You don't have to tell me in this moment, but I want you. Would you take some time? Would you pray about me and my life, my character, where I'm headed? And if you see anything that you you think would be wise to point out, any any places in my character or my my speech or my thought life, whatever that you would want to gently point out and guide in a different direction or help me see things in a different way. Would you please tell me that? Like, I want your feedback. I want your wisdom. Come on. That's like a humble move. And (laughs) come on. The Bible so says God opposes the proud, but what? He shows favor to the humble people. Come on. It's such a humble move. And God's going to bless that. So I encourage you, be explicit, be honest, and and let people in your life know, I want your feedback. And I encourage you to have them be older and godlier than you. A premise of this podcast is that there are better and worse ways, with consequences either way, to live our lives in light of the day of Jesus' return. More simply, there are wise ways to live in light of the day. And there are foolish ways to live in light of the day. Wise counsel and mentorship help us live wisely and encourage us on the path to living wisely for the day of Jesus' return. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Come on. And one of the ways that we fear the Lord is we surround ourselves with other people who fear the Lord and we surround ourselves with wise counsel that fears the Lord Uh, because we can live, we can learn from wisdom or experience 
we're going to live from both, but why not really seek that wisdom, other people's experience? All right. I'm going to repeat myself if I keep talking. Before I get to the nugget, I want to pray for you, the person listening to this podcast. So, and I'll probably pray for myself too. Okay. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I love you. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm thankful for the person listening to this podcast. Father, would you give them the courage to take action? First of all, to admit that they don't know what they don't know. Lord, help me admit, I don't know what I don't know. And I pray for this person. Would you give them the courage to take action and seek wise counsel to talk to someone older and godlier than them and tell them, I want your rebuke in my life. I want your feedback in my life. Will you help me know what I don't know? Will you help me see what I can't see about my life or or about life in general? God, I pray for this person listening to this podcast right now, God. Thank you for their life. Thank you that it matters so deeply to you. God, I I just pray that you would give them courage right now. I'm asking, just as we talked about it in the prayer episode, God, how prayer, it matters, Lord, and and it changes things. God, I'm asking, even now, would you stir in the person listening to this a passion to live wisely for the day of Jesus' return? And Lord, such an important part of that is wise counsel, is mentorship. And so God, I pray that you would provide the person listening to this with a guide, God, with someone who's wiser than them, godlier than them, older than them, and would just lead them to just righteousness and justice and and wisdom in living, God. And Lord, I just pray, thank you that Holy Spirit, you're the ultimate guide. Uh, Father, you're the ultimate Father. And so I pray that this person living, uh, listening to this podcast would experience your love for them right now, even right now. Just a, a deep sense of your love. And I pray that they would, uh, you would provide them with wise counsel. God, you say, Philippians 4.19, God, uh, what does it say? It just says something like, And I know that this God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. God, I I just believe one of the needs we have is wise counsel. And Lord, you say that you'll provide for our needs. And so God, I pray for this person. Would you just lift faith in them that you'll provide wise counsel for them? Oh God, bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. So good. Well, the nugget for the day is pretty simple. We're in a book, uh, we're in a series on the book of Revelation in our, at CA, at Christian Assembly right now. It's pretty epic. And the nugget for today is this. The enemy, like the devil, he slanders heaven. Whoa. The enemy slanders heaven. Why am I saying this to you right now? Well, I'll read the verse first. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. What? 
It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place in those who live in heaven. So the beast, I guess there's a distinction between the beast and Satan technically, but they're both on the side of the enemy, obviously. So let's not get bogged down in the details. The point is evil and the enemy's team is blaspheming God, slandering his name and the dwelling his dwelling place. So the enemy doesn't just slander God and slander, you know, the saints. He also slanders heaven. What am I taking from this? An application from this is that the enemy wants you to think heaven's super lame. <laughs> and like he even he slanders heaven. He slanders the dwelling place. And you know that means he says lies about the dwelling place. One of those lies is that heaven's not the most <sighs> place we should be longing for. Longing for. Longing for the day. If you're not longing for heaven, maybe it's because you've believed something the enemy's slandered about heaven. He's lied about it. Because when we when we really know what heaven's gonna be like, the presence of God, the presence of the saints, the beauty. Remember, it's not just immaterial spirits, it's physical, it's it's the renewed heavens and earth. Like when we really understand, man, we're we long for it. I think of first John three. All who have this hope purify themselves. Like, come on. Like, there's something, when we really know what heaven's going to be like, we long for it. And so I just want to encourage you, don't believe the slanderous lies of the enemy about heaven. Because the enemy is slandering heaven. That's scripture. All right, friends, that's the nugget for today. And that's episode six of Living for the Day. Wise counsel, come on, it's so important. And I'm just thankful that you would take the time to listen. Would you be so kind and write a review uh, of this podcast so that more people can (laughs) ask some older godlier people uh, to rebuke them? (laughs) No, (laughs) so that more people could be encouraged and equipped to live for the day. I'm so thankful for you, and God loves you so much. Let's live for the day. God bless you.